Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And this episode is the continuation of another franchise. We we started this in October. Uh, This is going to be movie number three in said franchise. It is Friday the 13th, part three. Of course, originally released in 3D. The old blue and red style 3D. Which the the Blu-ray does have a set of glasses. You can watch the 3D version if you wish. Which I always try for about five minutes just to see how good the blue, the red and blue work. Uh, not particularly well. I mean, you can kind of see some depth, but it's not great. Yeah, I have the glasses with the DVD copy I had a couple of years ago, and I remember. Yeah, it's not uh, amazing. No, it's just not. It doesn't work particularly well. Uh, I. I believe they were going to like convert it to the new 3D at some point, but then everyone hated that as well anyway, so I don't know if they'll even <laughs> bother now. But uh, Anyway, so yeah, Friday the 13th Part 3. We'll start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers, and we're going to talk about this. So, Friday the 13th Part 3, what is, other than it being 3D, what's, what is it about, what is notable? Uh, well, we have a group of characters going to a lake house, which presumably is somewhere else on Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, not the previous place that all the, the councils were at, and not the camp in the first movie, but another kind of farmhouse that's uh, nearby that the kids are going to be uh, spending the weekend in. Uh, and our main character, uh, Chris, uh, who's a lady, just because you hear Chris, you think... Uh, you usually think of a man first, but she uh, she has some horrific experience from two years ago, which she uh, she can't get over, and she's like scared to be back out there. Uh, and it takes a while to because I was really confused the first time I saw this. I think at the start, if I was supposed to know if if she was like someone from the second movie who right was like just one of the small yeah. characters who came back, uh, she's not. She's just a, just a new character. But uh, that was one of the things I thought. Uh, also, it is the movie where Jason gets the hockey mask, which is the big thing yes. that I think people people remember more than anything else about this one. So, uh, I'll, I'll ask the question that I always ask. <laughs> Tim, do you yeah. enjoy Friday the 13th Part 3? Uh, I, I do. I like it quite a bit. I wouldn't say it's a good movie. Um, like, it's not horrible, but... You know, it, it's definitely you know pretty cheesy, pretty campy. There's some like bad special effects, and obviously the you know uh, relentless you know uh, 3D gimmick of stuff just constantly you know trying to be in your face. Uh, it, it's kind of funny, and then it wears a little fit, and then yeah, it gets funny again. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, honestly, I usually I think the first time I watched it, it was kind of weird, like halfway through when they kept doing it, but now I just kind of laugh at it because it's just so blatant. Yeah. Like you know, the, someone's holding a pole up. Oh, it's right in the camera's face, or someone's you know got their hands out, or the yo-yo's coming well, towards the camera. This, you know. the, yeah, the yo-yo is especially crazy. It, it's such a I forget what the, they ask him something, and he says like yo-yos are my life or something. It's like no, no. Uh, this is my exercise because they say oh you need to get oh, some right, exercise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is my exercise. <laughs> just... It's like oh, it's just yo-yo. such a, a blatant excuse. Uh, but that that kind of like ha- you know gives it a little bit of charm, uh, which is nice. Um, and then it's it's funny, uh, you know what I think of like as a you know friday the 13th a jason movie uh i forget how long it takes to get there and i still feel like this movie isn't quite there yet like you know we do have the hockey mask now which is great but jason still doesn't really act like i i think of it you know as jason he he still does a a few things in this that feel on jason like if you know what he's like from later i think four's where where he's properly jason i think four's the one where it's like no this is what we think of as jason four he's like down to the the last note uh whereas here obviously he's much closer like we're we're, you know we're really getting close to what we think of as right that said though i think uh, three's pretty solid in a goofy way. Yeah. Sure, I think two is a better movie. It's the same director. Steve Miner did both two and three, and which is weird because I feel like three has a much goofier tone than than two did. Oh, yeah. But hey ho, um, I think two had the better final girl. I think uh, I think that's true. Although I think three has a better mix of like rem- memorable characters. Like I feel like I remember a lot more of these characters more than I do two. Oh, outside, I mean, outside of the final girl, who's more memorable, perhaps. I mean, my God, like. Shelly, we're gonna. I, I, once we, I, I don't want to talk too much about them, uh, you know, pre spoilers, but 
Oh boy, once we get into spoiler territory, there's a lot to say. Yeah, Shelley's basically going to have his, own, his whole 30 minute segment uh, in the middle of the show. That's basically what's going to happen. Uh, I, I, basically, I, I was um, freaking out the other day, like, um, you know, in, in community when uh, Abed's taking the, you know, Nicolas Cage class. <laughs> like, that's, that's kind of like how I feel about Shelley. Like, I can't figure him out. I don't know if we're supposed to hate him or like him, if he's like a lovable loser or an annoying jerk or like, oh, he's quite the enigma. I, I saw you tweet that conundrum and I was thinking about <laughs> it as I was watching it. And I also have thoughts uh, based on spoilers yeah. uh, about where I ended up on that, on what side of the fight I ended up on. But, uh, yeah, so, so you got you got mostly more memorable characters. I feel like Shelley's quite memorable. You've got like this uh, Baker gang who are kind of memorable. Oh yeah, you've, you've got uh, a sort of a pair of hippies who are not really that meaningful to the movie, but they're kind of there, like for a lot yeah. of it. Uh, so you've got some memorable moments like that, and and you've got kind of a nice set, and you've got the first hockey mask. Uh, here's the, here's the thing that I thought was really strange because. I actually watched a couple of the extras. Just after I finished the movie, I just thought I was lying on the couch. I didn't want to get up. The cat was lying on top of me, so I had I had the control, so I, I was able to like just play more things on the disc. So I watched a couple of the extras, and here's the thing. And I kind of knew this anyway because I've already seen the you know the four and a half hour, you know, oh, Crystal uh, Lake Memories yeah. m- making of Doc that did the whole series. Like that was a fantastic uh, release. If you want to check track that down, it's kind of a shame it's just not in the box set. Uh, but at least I have the full twelve movie box. Set. I'm happy about that because I... damn you. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they're re-releasing most of them. Uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, the first date. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, that's just a jab at Tim because t- Tim <laughs> thinks that I rub it in that I got the nice big box set before it went out of print and he didn't get one. But they're they're, re- they're doing a box set of the first eight, so he gets yeah. most of them again. I I don't mind that that you have it. I'm, I'm happy for you, but mm. it, it just it uh, irks me that. Like this is a seminal horror franchise, and it's not readily available on Blu-ray. Like, you know, Nightmare Halloween, so easy to get, and uh, like, why is well this for a- now? But Halloween is the same kind of situation where that's going to go out of print, and once it does, that box set is going to be hard to track down. Because mm. uh- this is what happens when it's like different rights holders for different movies. Like they license it, but there's always an expiration date, so they can't keep making them after a certain point. So annoying! Just please, Disney, just buy all these movies. So oh God, don't, don't, no, no, no! Disney, stop buying all the film companies. Stop it. There's enough of a monopoly already with you, Mickey Mouse, your bastards. We don't need any more, right? Uh, so, so, see, see, yeah. So, what I was gonna say is, I think the kills are a lot of fun. Well, uh, what I was going to say though, I was, I was getting to a point with, with what, where I was going with that. Where I was watching the extras. So the uh, oh right, the, the so they 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 say, and I believe them that they didn't intend the the, the hockey mask to become this iconic. This is what Jason oh, is, okay, right? Yeah. They didn't intend that. They were just like, oh, the bag wasn't working. What was weird actually in the extra, the the, the uh, I think it was the guy who wrote the Crystal Lake Memories book was the one being interviewed specifically here, and he said that it was a weird thing. And I, I've never thought about this because obviously I wasn't around at the time. But they they gave him the the, the the sack in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, and thought, oh, that looks kind of cool. The, the one eye hole looks kind of creepy. Uh, but by the time they, just just after they finished filming it, and you know, obviously with their in post, the Elephant Man came out, and the Elephant Man oh. has like a sack with the one eye. <laughs> and apparently, a big problem when the Friday the Thirteenth Two finally came out was that people associated that look with the Elephant Man. And I would never even have thought of that now. Like, I mean, sure, he has a sack, but I never really connected them in my head. It was just kind of... But that was one of the big reasons why they wanted to get away from the sack in the third movie is because they didn't like that association. That's interesting. Uh, I I thought it was quite interesting. But uh, So so they just thought of different things. Because I could have almost bought that maybe after they made this, or maybe we'll have a different different mask every movie. That'll be his gimmick. Maybe every movie will get a different thing. Uh... And it was actually because of the uh, like they, they saw like kids dressing up with hockey masks at Halloween, and the, they saw it become a thing. Like people really attached oh, to the yeah. hockey mask, and that's why they kept it. Uh, that's why when they went to make four, no, there's no question he's in a hockey mask again. Mm. But uh, the point the point I was really getting at though is I think it's really strange that they never intended that they they, they never wanted this. This is what Jason's going to be forever now. But at the same time, I think they accidentally kind of do it in the movie because the movie. It's not like he has it at the start of the movie. He doesn't like just grab the mask right. in the first couple of scenes. It's not until like two thirds of the way through, and not only that, not only does it build to it, 
he has this big entrance when when he walks into the the shot with the mask on. It's like a big like hey, grand opening. Here's Jason with the mask on, and it's it almost feels like, like a thing. Yeah, it almost feels like deep down they knew this was going to be the iconic look of Jason, but they didn't, and it's just it's kind of weird that it, it kind of feels like it in the movie. It's it's kind yeah. of bizarre in that sense, because uh, up until that point they're kind of hiding his face because he's he's not wearing anything. You can't see him. Um, oh. Thank God, because you do see him without the mask in the movie, and I do not like that. <laughs> uh, he does have kind of a weird look otherwise, though, outside of the mask, because... It, it's just not as, like, creepy. It's like a weird yeah, uh, kind of... I'm, I'm so used to, like, darker clothes where they're all kind of ripped or melted or yeah. whatever, but here's just, like, a green shirt on. <laughs> it's just kind of, yeah. like, a bit more casual. He, like, <laughs> he, like smiles <laughs> in this. He smiles? Yeah, I think like towards the end, he kind of has like a oh, smile. Okay. Like, <laughs> we'll get to it more in, in spoiler territory. Joey but... looks like actually with the mask off in this one, because obviously the last one he had all the long hair and he was more deformed. In this one, he looks more like Sloth from Goonies. Yep, yep, yep. That's what it looks like. <laughs> and this came first. Go- Goonies ripped this off. Goonies like, oh, we're 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 using that Jason Voorhees look for I mean, our, for our movie. Everyone. Everyone rips off everyone. They ripped off the Elephant Man. Goonies ripped them <laughs> off. And then... I, I don't know where it goes from there, but Pirates of the Caribbean ripped off Goonies. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned the kills. Kills are pretty good. I think they're better than yeah. 2. I, li- I think 2 is a stronger film overall because it's, it's got more suspense. But yeah. I, I think uh, 3 has better kills. Yeah, I, I would say... I, like, I, I think the way I look at it is... Um, yeah, the second one would be a better made film. This one is probably like a little more fun. Like a, yeah. maybe depending on the the mood you're in, if you want something a little more serious with a little more tension or whatnot, yeah, then... it's a bit goofier, a bit sillier. But if you get into that, I yeah. think you have a blast with it. So I think that's cool. Definitely. So now, uh, so Bear kills memorable characters. Uh, Jason gets the hockey mask. I mean, that's pre- I mean, spoiler free wise, I think that's that's essentially the the beats we could hit. I think it's time to. Unwrap the spoiler, the spoiler uh, crypt territory, whatever you want to call it. So, I think uh, getting into the plot. So, so full spoilers if I didn't make that clear uh, from this point on. Uh, So we actually start off much like this the second movie, and I'm going to complain about this again. We get like a five minute recap of the final of the last movie. Way too long. It's it's basically just the last like five minutes of the the second movie at the start again. Except it's cropped because this movie's got a wider aspect ratio. This was in a two point four eighty one, uh, which is fine. That's great. Make make it wider, but because they're showing footage from the second movie, they had to crop it to make it sort of fit without stretching anything. So it just it looks weird. It looks wrong. In fact, side note here, my Blu-ray has an error uh, actually on oh. on this part of the movie. There's like a skip where it pauses and it like jumps like ten seconds. But it's during the, the, the five-minute Friday the 13th Part 2 recap, so I don't actually care. Okay. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's not an important part of the movie. It's fine. Yeah, yeah I can live with it. It's fine. Uh, so, uh, so, so you got that big thing. So I'll complain about that. Um, although, I, I do think, unlike this last one, I don't think there's a time jump again. I think this movie takes place... Relatively soon. Right after the second after. movie, basically. Because yeah. uh, you have Jason like come by this like small convenience store... Uh, we get this wonderful married couple. Uh, oh, this the these guys. This I actually would complain about this more than the the recap of the second movie because this felt like it took forever. Like I, I have no problem with Jason often some like angry old couple. I, like I'm fine with that. I, in fact, I encourage it. But <laughs> like th- it it felt like it took forever. Like waiting for them to you know get to for Jason to get to him. I think they were they were going for that more suspenseful thing here at the start, and I guess it's just the characters aren't that. Honestly, I don't hate this though. You seem to really hate this. I I think because I've seen this movie so many times, I have this weird nostalgia for some of the moments that happened during this. Uh, namely, the snake. <laughs> no, I'm thinking more like so. There's a, a gag here that he like they've they've got like pets, and he's got like a rabbit who keeps coming into the store, and he's like the rabbit's like lying in like the the fruit in the store and he like picks up that is oh she'll she'll you know uh, make a coat out of you if she catches you in here and as he's holding the rabbit he just like casually like takes like things out of various like you know he takes like a donut out of a box of donuts he takes a drink out of something you know and he's clearly going to still sell these things but he's just been like a little you know greedy bastard taking things that he's going to sell there um 
I don't know. I just I have fond memories of this stuff. I can't. I, 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 I can't justify it. I'm just saying. I, I just wanted them to die. <laughs> and, like and I, 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 I don't. I, it's not like I want to be too harsh on them. It just felt like. All right, get get to it. We know they're gonna die. We know these are not the main characters. This, like, eighty year old lady is not the final girl. <laughs> like, let's <laughs> just go ahead and offer already. Yeah, time to like forty. I don't know where you're getting this eighty from. <laughs> they were Tim, practically is a is a like, man who's not even just turned thirty, right? Is it someone who's in the thirties, like you are? I feel yeah. like you calling these people old is a little bit weird. <laughs> they're not they that much were, older than you. Dude, they were ancient, I guarantee you. At least 65. <laughs> they were like 42. No, 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 no. <laughs> they, <laughs> it, it, they were as old as the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> they were very I'll accept very that they're elderly. 65 now, but not when the movie was made. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's my memory, but I'm pretty sure they were probably born in the 1800s <laughs> oh dear 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 so what about that snake that jumps out at him what about it <laughs> it looks so bad it does look pretty bad so I'll, I'll give you that I'll give you that uh so maybe it's like have... if you're gonna go for the 3d effect fine but maybe like make sure we can't see the wires I, I, I concur. I concur. But we come from that to, again, we got a baseball bat right in your face. There's a kid playing baseball outside. <laughs> but, okay, this really bothered me too. So you're setting up <laughs> this baseball scene and it's a 3D movie. So, okay, I'm waiting for the person to throw the ball. I'm waiting for the ball to come at me. Never does. It's just a guy holding a bat. It's like you're not – you're perfectly set up. For this great, amazing 3D shot of this baseball coming at you, people are getting all scared. They're covering their face, thinking a baseball is coming, and they, they don't do it. That is ridiculous. What did Tommy Wiseau direct this scene? <laughs> this is how he thinks baseball's played. <laughs> no one throws the ball. You just stand there with a the bat. I, I mean, that, that, that's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they've never played. I thought, I thought your sense was was. Had more to say to I'll, I'll move swiftly nope. on. Uh, so <laughs> I, just, I just want an explanation as to why they missed on such what would have been such an awesome 3D scene. Could have could have made the movie, honestly. But <sighs> so uh, we're introduced to our main characters, and we have you know we have Chris who is going back to meet our kind of boyfriend uh, back at the farmhouse. Uh, we have a couple, uh, the, the the woman who's pregnant, and the couple. Uh, who are kind of normal. We have Shelley, who we mentioned, who's the practical joker. And when I say practical joker, he specifically likes to make jokes where he either pretends to be a serial killer or he will pretend to be killed. Uh, you know, spot the bullshit fake scare that's coming later. Uh, a male off. But he, because he actually gets introduced because he comes out of the van late and he's wearing a creepy mask and he's coming up behind him. It's, it's more Michael Myers than it is Jason, though. Like, cause I feel like if they're going to like pretend it's Jason and do something else, but. So, I mean, so here's what's, like, so confounding about him, because you have this character where he's doing these, like, annoying pranks and stuff, and, and that's not that uncommon. Like, you know, a lot of these ty- types of movies will have the annoying jokester or whatever, but mm-hmm. there's always a tinge of sadness with his pranks. Like, this first one, yeah, he comes up with them after, like, a mask and stuff, and everyone gets all mad and stuff, and they're like, like oh, like, Shelly, why'd you do that? And, like, I think one of his first lines is, like, I think they'll say, like, oh, why are you wearing that mask or something? And he goes, like, well, wouldn't you wear a mask if you look like me? And it's like, oh, like, yeah. what? <laughs> and then, <laughs> I, I, am I supposed to feel sad now? And then immediately, look, the other guy, uh, what was his name? Uh, Andy, I think. He's like, yeah. hey, Shelly, I mean, didn't I set you up for this weekend? Didn't I get you a date <laughs> to go up to the cabin or the, the house with us? He's like, yeah, but, you know, she's not going to like me. There's just there's this. And then they go up and eventually, like, this, this you know, uh, Vera comes out, the, the girl he's meant to be set up with. Uh, yeah. And so okay, so which one I use my date? And he's still got the mask right. He just sort of looks up, and like, me, sorry. <laughs> and it's just like, oh god, like you, you want to feel bad for him, but he's also kind of annoying. It's just kind of this weird thing. You, uh, it's so strange. Like it's so much back and forth between like, oh, I oh, hate this guy, to oh, I feel so sorry for him. Can I just make a, a, a small complaint here, just from a casting point of view? 
It okay. really bugs me that they cast like all three of the females and the not counting the hippie, right? Mm-hmm. The three other main females in the group all have very similar hair, oh, and it was yeah. really like it's not confusing. Like you understand who they all are, but <clears throat> like it's just in terms of like remembering names and saying oh that one's that and that, like it's just harder when they all have very similar styles and have very similar hair. They're all well, brunettes. <laughs> they all have the big sort of eighties thing going on. And I think that's kind of what actually makes like Shelley stand out. Like he's the person I remember from this movie because mm. he, you know, he's not like conventionally attractive. Like everyone else looks like, uh, you know, they're very attractive and in good shape. And, and he's he, the one that actually has like, you know, somewhat of a personality. Like everyone's yeah. just kind of it, the typical like, oh, we're good people. And here's the thing: there's, there's actually an art to this when you're casting like an ensemble like this, and you actually want diversity, and not necessarily. Uh, obviously, we talk about diversity in there. We're talking about you know making sure there's no, it's not all just white men, yeah. right? That's, that's typically what you're talking about these days when you mention diversity. But I, I just mean like make sure there's different hair colors. Make sure there's someone with glasses, or you know yeah. someone's got a beard, just to like separate them visually, so that it's really easy to distinctly say that one's that, that one's that, and that one's that. like it's actually difficult when they all have the exact same haircuts and they all just have the same dress sense. It's like well, you're making it difficult to just at a glance just kind of like say who's who. Um, and yeah, obviously, actual diversity with you know other races and yeah. things obviously <laughs> add to that even more so, uh, and should be used because you know for the other reasons, the more serious reasons beyond just right. Tim, yeah. what's your point? Well, uh, <laughs> oh, oh no, I, well, I was just gonna say. To be fair, they did uh, cast some non-white actors uh, as the hoodlums or. Uh, what do you call them? Punks, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, the, the Baker gang or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I can't. Let's not beat around the bush here. The, the only... Well, no, that's not entirely true. Vera is, I think, is supposed to be Hispanic. And her mother's yeah, definitely Hispanic. Right. Her name is Sanchez, but, like, no, we have the, the, the Baker gang. The leader's a black guy, and then you've got a Hispanic woman, and then there's a white guy. you you got one, but the, this is the only... <laughs> At least from memory, it's the only non-white people in the movie, and they're the the criminals. And has it been the only non-white people like up to this point in the franchise? You know, crazy. uh, Certainly, main characters. I think there was such a big like background extra cast in two. There probably was some non-white people there, but one didn't have. No, no, no. The, tr- the truck driver and one was he? No, he was. No, he wasn't. No, that was that was a big fat white guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're right. I don't think there's any main cast up until this point. I'm paying attention. I'm also responding to a text from my landlord. <laughs> this is so unprofessional. So unprofessional. Um. So yeah. So so they they, they go up to the the house. We we hint that Chris has some history with the. Uh, with with the place and she's like nervous to be back here. It's been two years, which at first I thought meant two years since the, the last movie, but I don't think it is. I think her her thing was separate. Her thing was just two years ago, um, and we find out later in this weird flashback that she ran into Jason, and he attacked her, but she got away, but she blacked out when she was being dragged, and she still made it back to her own house. And I don't know how that happened because I mean Jason typically is quite happy to just kill people. Yeah. Also, I guess. Um... Not not to beat around the bush too much, but it, it didn't really seem like he wanted to kill her. It seemed more like he wanted to do gross, creepy sex stuff. <laughs> to am I? I never got that necessarily. That? I mean, maybe that's oh. where it went if he'd kidnapped her. But I felt like kidnapping was what was happening rather than murder. Okay. Uh, but I don't know why. And then it's not like at the end of the movie when he when she's the final girl and he's chasing after her. It's not like we get a sense that he wants to do anything else other than kill her. Like he just wants to that, kill her. That's then that's true. Yeah. The, the flash. In fact, it's, it's, not, it's not even like he remembers her. It's not, there's not even a hint of, oh, he, this is the one that got away, or anything like that. It's just... Actually, yeah, that, that's a good point. Just, yeah, in the, the flashback seems like a little more weirder, creepier. Uh, maybe he was just trying to kill her, but I don't know, something about the way he's kind of reaching and trying to grab. Uh, again, it just feels different from, like, the Jason that we're kind of used to, like, you know, uh, or I guess we'll get used to in later movies where he's very stoic. He moves very slowly and this, he, he's still kind of like running, you know, in, yeah, in like a, broad daylight. There's a moment during the final sort of like chase where he actually dives out the way of the van and it felt really weird because it was, it was yeah. like, a, like a, like a soccer goalie, like diving to grab the ball. And I'm like, that's weird to see Jason do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's not the sort of thing you'd expect to see. Like, you never see Michael Myers do that in a movie either. You never see that. Uh, no. <laughs> that. That said, though, he's got a lot of presence once he has that mask on. And obviously, he eventually gets the mask, which uh, Shelley had it. And he has his big grand entrance where he comes walking in uh, onto the onto the, the dock uh, and fires the harpoon gun. Uh, as I someone tell say that there's a lot of variety in this as to what he uses to kill people. He uses garden rakes, he uses uh, harpoon guns, he uses uh, uh, blades, he, all sorts of things. And I like that he doesn't get the machete until towards the end. It, it kind of feels like, yeah, it took a big long time to get the mask, it's a big moment when he gets that, and then he gets a machete. It's like, oh, this is Jason, this is the machete... The yeah. hockey mask. This is this is prime Jason. We're, we're, we're built up to. Uh, but no, um, I don't know if I'm crazy though. Like he does, he definitely uses a lot of different weapons. It it feels like there's a lot of uh, similar shots though. Like I feel there's a lot of like eye stabs in this. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that just like uh, one or know. two are just sticking out to me. Maybe. But to be fair though, the one that I think of the eye, well, all, all on the homeless guy who's got an eye randomly off the yeah. road that we see at the start of the movie <laughs> uh, where like they, they stop for the, it's basically this movie's version of Ralph who warns them but it's just more just sort of cryptic and he doesn't really seem to care he's just kind of holding out the eye it's one of those 3D moments where he's holding out the camera like this he's like ah, got an eye it's got a death kiss that was Ralph I just did a Ralph impression but I'm just whatever eh, but yeah so yeah but the, 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 the eye thing that sticks out to me though is when he when he grabs Rick I actually kind of like this moment. It's when um, everyone's dead, but Rick and Chris, they've came back. Because they, they were away having a private one-on-one where she told them the flashback story. And they come back to the main house. And he actually goes out to check a noise because she's getting kind of scared. They hear some noises. And he goes out to check. And then she's still looking around. And she actually she's like, hey, Rick, are you out there? Rick. And she's at the door. And you just see over at the side of the house, Jason's got Rick. He's like keeping him quiet. Like, I actually really liked that moment. It was kind of a creepy... Yeah. Like, oh, he's got him just off to the side and he can't say anything. Uh, but when she goes back inside, he squeezes his head and then his eyes pop out. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was a cool kill. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I liked all the stuff with the, the rakes and uh, it cuts off the, the, the gang leader's arm later on. I, I like how the oh. gang leader like, t- turns out to be alive at the end. He jumps out to save the final girl and then immediately gets killed. Like, <laughs> just right away he's dead. Like that. It's just done. Yeah, that, that was a little weird, uh, but it was like a nice uh, surprise. I do like uh, how they set up the uh, the wench thing, uh, like oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you, you see, like you know, the, the Joe Kelly on where like the, the guy, he's, he's, he's Rick's pulling up the hay, but then she like she goes on to it and he, he pulls it up and it's her. Uh, it's a funny little yeah. moment, but it sets up later on where you, you're you're playing with it, and then obviously at the end of the movie, she like puts Jason in a noose. <laughs> and pushes him off. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Jason's officially unkillable, right? He he gets hung, and then he uh, gets an axe in the, the head. Yeah. And he comes back both times. He's he's, just, he's unkillable now, right? We're at that point. He's unkillable. Yeah. Um. My question is, why do people feel like after they kill Jason that they can just like? get on a boat like like why is that like everyone's like like first re- reaction like all right he's dead let me uh get in this rowboat and just kind of like gingerly like wade two never ended like that only one in three it's only two times this <laughs> happened so i feel like that's too too many <laughs> yeah well it all ends because she actually hallucinates the whole thing like at the end seemingly because we do kind of like a mimic of the first movie where she's on the boat it's all tranquil we have a really kind of cool moment where Jason seems to wake up and he comes running out for her, but it turns out to be kind of fake. But See, that's where I think, I mean, maybe, I'm misremembering in my head, maybe we don't get that good of a look, but I could swear that he was smiling. Like, when you see him in the window, mm. he, it looks like he, maybe he just looks excitable or something, but to but, me, it, it, I thought I saw a smile. Because she wakes up again, it turns out to be a dream, and she's still on the boat, and this is when we get the same sort of jump scare from the end of the first movie, where this time it's Mrs. Voorhees jumping out and grabbing her. Now, at first I'm like, this is bullshit. Why does she have a head? Her head was separated from her body at the end of the first movie. However, it does kind of turn out that this never happened. Like The cops are like, nah, she said she saw an old lady in the lake, but then like, we couldn't find anything. And I'm like, okay, I'm actually inclined to think that's just her hallucinating then. But then, why does she even think of that? It's not that like she knew the story of Jason. She'd never heard the story of Jason. Like, when she tells the story about the flashback, she actually says that, oh, it was just some weird mongoloid person, that, oh, monsters, yeah. a monster in the woods. 
That's all she says. Yeah. So I, I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it's very strange. I mean, at, at that point though, I kind of just like, you know, chalk it up to whatever. It's not. <laughs> none of it makes a a whole ton of sense it does not it does not Uh, let's go back and talk about a couple of uh, character things let's talk about (laughs) Shelly and Shelly's whole kind of of plot so (laughs) he actually gives them all a scare he pretends to be murdered of course uh, Andy like tickles him to wake him up uh, to sort of prove that he's not dead and everyone's mad at him but he's like oh I just do it because I want people to like me and I've got no friends Mm. so so uh, Vera is going to the store. She wants to go and get some supplies. And he's like, oh, let me come, let me come. And she stops the little car, little little mini beetle car, beetle car. And he gets inside and they go off. And they're at the store. Uh, and which, by the way, this is the only scene in the movie, other than the opening and closing credits, where the the jamming main theme of Friday the 13th Part 3 plays, <laughs> the, the opening title music. Very upbeat, very, very jazzy. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, it's a little surprising. It doesn't yeah. <laughs> fit the usual kind of. I'm, I'm being tone. kind of facetious. Yeah, it's, it's very mm-hmm. out of out of tone with the with what the <laughs> movies have been so far. What's her name? At the store, Vera <laughs> Vera can't pay for the the groceries, so she's like, "Hey, Shelley, do you pay for these?" And he's like, "Okay." He throws his he just throws his wallet over without even a hesitation. Doesn't even think. I don't know you're like, you're going to say something, Tim. Well, <laughs> oh, I I think. Um... Actually, I didn't really, uh, yeah, realize this now, but I think there was kind of a little, like, racist jab at it because uh, it looks like she's about to pay, and then the store owner I, I think says something like, "Oh, we don't accept like food stamps or something like that." All right, and that's okay. when she's like, she's like, oh, like Shelly, like I don't have any money. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I, I was because <laughs> when he says that, it's like, why did they think she was going for that, and then. I was like, I was surprised almost when she was like, oh, "Okay, fine," and doesn't then like, Shelly any money? Like, that was, yeah. was kind of weird. But um, uh, obviously, the wallet falls to the floor. Like, she doesn't catch it, and that's when we get the introduction <laughs> to our, our badass gang. Who are wait a minute, wait a minute. Sorry, sorry. I gotta go back here. You don't throw the baseball, but you do throw the <laughs> wallet. <laughs> a wallet's more intimidating coming out of the screen though, because it sort of spins like a sort of blade. Uh, if I had the option of having a baseball thrown at me or a wallet, I'd, I'd probably go with the wallet. As would I. As would I. The baseball <laughs> would hurt more, absolutely. But they throw the wallet. And yeah, basically, they're just kind of tormenting them. She kind of makes fun. Like, she pulls out a condom. like, oh, is this your rubber? Oh, you need to be nice to me. Say please. Uh, and it does feel like it's just, it's just bullying at this point. There's no real, like... Like, actual menace to it, necessarily. Yeah, but what pisses me off about this part is the fucking store clerk that's doing nothing. He's just standing there. Like, these people are possibly going to kill (laughs) this woman and this uh, lovable goofball. Uh, and the well, guy no, is just kind of like right sitting now, at the counter. Right now, I wouldn't say it's possible we're going to kill him. Right now, I'd say they've just been harassed. They're, they're, oh, they're, I they're, feared for their lives. It's <laughs> not much more than that just now. Because let's not, let's not forget, the only reason why it escalates is because Shelly, driving the car, uh, like an idiot, backs into their bikes. So do you, do you think he did not do that on purpose? It was just an accident? No, he did that. He did that in accident. That was an accident. That wasn't on purpose. And the reason why I, I know it's an like accident... a little bit of him was kind of like... Because he's too like, shit scared when he does it. That I think it's an accident. And then afterwards, after the guy tries to like you know smash in the window, and he's trying to like attack them, he then like makes the choice to turn around and go back and hit them again. <laughs> that's there you not. Go. That's on purpose. That, that's score one for Shelley. That's Shelley, uh, you know, sticking up for himself. And I almost feel like oh, it's building like a little thing where she's going to start to really like him because he's he's yeah. kind of bold, and even though he's kind of goofy and he kind of has this weird thing where he likes to pretend to be a killer or dead, um, <laughs> likes his makeup effects and whatnot. But right, so that's all fine. But then later on, like Shelley's with her in the in the the main house, and they're, they're sitting down, they're at a fireplace. It's almost romantic, even. And he turns to mm. like, you know, Vera, I know we've only known each other for like a day, but like, I feel like we've really gotten to know it a little bit and I, 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 I like you and I was wondering if, and she just puts her, her finger over his lips and says, no, Shelley. 
just no. <laughs> and I thought, oh man, that was a bit cold. I mean, it wasn't super yeah. mean, but it was definitely like, oh, okay, you could have been a bit nicer about that. However, Hon- honestly, it was probably kind of like realistic. Like that's yeah. probably how that would go down. Now, now to, to be fair to her, she, 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 she then follows it up with, uh, look, I'm going to go outside for a little bit, but I'm going to come back in and then we can talk. Okay. Like she's, she's actually quite yeah. nice about it. Like she's not like, oh, it get away nice. from me, you freak or whatever. So like she, she's letting <laughs> him down in a relatively nice way. And she's willing to keep talking to him and kind of maybe make him feel better about it or whatever. Yeah. And up until this point, I'm thinking, you know what? I actually think I'm on Shelly's side. Shelly's a nice guy. Shelly's okay. He's, 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 he's completely fine. He's obviously weird, but I can I can relate to weird. And then yeah. after this, after she said, oh, I'll be back here in a few minutes and we'll talk about this, okay? She leaves. And then he just sort of walks away a little bit and mutters to himself, bitch. And I'm like, okay, Shelly, you just lost me. I was on your side. I was on your side. She did not deserve that. She she was not this being is, a bitch at all. This is the Shelly conundrum. This is what I'm talking about. It's uh, it's so back and forth with this guy. I don't know how to feel about him. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you think that's fine. But then after that, like she's still got his wallet, which, by the way, he went all day without realizing he didn't have his wallet back. <laughs> weird. But she's sitting and she, she, she pulls out his wallet and looks and she's like, there's a photo of him and he's like, he's, his grandmother or something. like. And she's like, oh, he's actually kind of sweet. And I thought, oh, maybe it's building up to her actually. like maybe Because it almost feels like this is the most plot the movie has. The plot here is that she may actually grow to like him, right? And sure. And- they may, they may die by the end of the movie, but that'll be a cool little thing. It's kind of weird. Like they kind of feel like the main characters. But they do. Not. <laughs> yeah, uh, they have the most plot. And yeah. she drops the wallet in the water, and she feels really bad because it's obviously not her wallet, and it's got this photo of his his grandmother in it. And so she has to like go into the water, and she pulls it out. And that's when Jason's already killed Shelley. He walks out and then kills her with the with the the, the harpoon gun. Harpoon, yeah. And. All I could think was, you killed them too early. Like I feel like they had to have a moment where she actually told, or at least like warmed up to Shelley and told him that she oh, liked yeah. him or something, or maybe not even in a in a romantic way, but just like make him feel like he's he's uh, earned her respect or he's loved in some way or something. Like it felt like it was building to that plot, and then yeah. they're just both dead, and it's like okay, I guess we're not doing that I mean, it works a little bit because I, I like her a little bit more just before she dies because she cares and she's like oh like i need to get his wallet back i, I don't want to be a yeah. bitch like you know yeah like the, honestly these are the characters i liked uh the most in the movie yeah. and i i don't necessarily need to see them like you know get together or anything but they had like an interesting dynamic and it would have been cool maybe to see a little more back and forth or you know, have some type of, you know, final heroic moment for Shelly. Maybe he saves her from something and then she, you know, softens up even a little bit more like do something. But yeah, it is weird that we spend so much time with them. They feel pretty important. And then, um, yeah, they get yeah. killed off pretty quickly. Yeah, they're killed off before the hippies. <laughs> like, yeah, the hippies well, are... we've seen like almost none of. <laughs> yeah, they're just there for fodder. They're clearly there for just yeah. some fodder. So it's weird that they die first, especially since... I mean, obviously, we've talked a lot about Shelley, but like, even Vera, like, she has more character than the main girl. Yeah, she does because when she like when she's confronted with the, the gang and stuff, like she 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 fights back. She she acts like she doesn't just like speak nicely to him. She doesn't act scared like Shelley does. She she has like an attitude. She's like, you know, she sticks up I, for herself. She she feels like someone who is being put upon by the world. Like you mm. know, when we're introduced to her, her mother is, you know, seems very. Uh, you know, uh, commanding and telling her what to do when she's rebelling against that. And then at the store, you know, the, you know, the clerk is kind of, you know, uh, being prejudiced against her and, you know, she's having to deal with that. And then the gang, you know, is uh, messing with her. And so you, you want to see maybe more, something more triumphant uh, come of her, but you don't really Basically, get it. what we're saying is she should be the final girl. Yeah, I, oh, I, I agree with that. Yeah, they they picked the wrong one. This is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is extremely weird. But they had the wrong one. The one who's picked is not interesting at all. I mean, she's, she's not unlikable necessarily, but she's just not that interesting. This is like I, I would say, I mean, you know, to a point, pretty much most of the rest of the characters are all just very cookie cutter. They're the kind yeah. of you know slasher summer camp fodder, you know, kids that you expect. Like, not to say that they're necessarily bad, but there isn't that much that stand out about them. Yeah, I'm going to rewrite the movie a little bit here for you, right? So <laughs> now, now Vera's the final girl, okay. and she actually kind of warms up to Shelley. She actually, 
like she or no, she she's decided she kind of likes Shelley, but she's not had a chance to tell him yet. But then he sacrifices himself to save her from Jason, and Perfect. she she has to watch mm-hmm. him die as he's sacrificing for her, and that's her drive to beat Jason. It's like no, I'm not letting you get away with this. I I feel like you know at the top of the you know episode, I I said that I like this movie. I feel like if it was more in line with what you're saying then this could have easily been like an i love this movie yeah yeah I, I, yeah I, I like it a lot i still have a lot of fun with it but like i i, I think i just i just i just made it a better movie yeah just, <laughs> just, a, better movie. just a, a little bit you know better character focus and some better story beats and that could really yeah. you know cinch it and put it a little bit over that level to a you know from a good fun movie to oh no actually like a legitimately good movie also, credit to them, because the gang show up and they're going to like empty the gas tank of the van and burn down the barn. Uh, very extreme, of course, but they're you know delinquents, of course, so they, uh, yeah. they, they want to do delinquent things. But I actually did kind of like that that set up why the van couldn't just drive away at the end of the movie. Like, you know, That's true. Because yeah. you know, uh, Chris gets in the van, she tries to drive away, and like it just runs out of gas, and I'm like, oh, this is convenient. I'm like, no, wait, that, they set that up. They emptied the tank. Okay, no, that's fine. Great. That's why she has to get in that canoe. She has to get in that canoe. Uh, also, I like how she escapes him at one point in the van because he sticks his hands through and he's like choking her and she beats oh, yeah. him by just rolling up the window <laughs> to get his arms stuck for a little bit. And then Jason gets out of it by headbutting the, the, the window. Which is you know, great. Oh, bad for the window, but yeah, bad yeah. for the window. But great, great moment for him. Actually, a lot of window smashing in this movie. A lot, lot of window smashing. Uh, I I enjoy the the gymnastics of like heart. Like the final battle takes place in the barn, and oh, yeah. he, he comes in the barn and he's looking for her, and she's like actually hanging from like the rafters. She's on like, one of the the beams, up up under the roof. Uh, and she's kind of like sliding down gradually. Like, just stay quiet and don't follow you, <laughs> idiot. Just yeah. come on now. Uh, and she falls on top of him. Yeah, it's a whole, I it's do, a whole thing. Sometimes I wonder in these scenarios, like a, a lot of times you'll see in a horror movie, someone will be waiting, you know, behind something uh, and they'll look out the corner of their eye and they'll see the, you know, monster or villain or whatever walk past them and then they'll like wait a second and then they'll leave and I always wonder, like, if I was in that situation, how long could I stay? Like, you know, like, like if you if you had a good hiding spot, like, would it be best to just kind of like wait out like a day or so, <laughs> or so and and then like make your escape? I think an hour would probably do it. That'd be enough time for uh-huh. them to move on and go elsewhere. Okay. People in movies though are terrible at staying quiet for some reason. Though they don't. Yeah, it's, it can be hard, I guess. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, but she, she, she's hanging up there. And, uh, I, I actually thought the final chase, if you will, you know, when it's just the final girl and Jason, I thought it started off feeling very generic and forgettable, but as it went on, I, it got more fun. It got more interesting. There was, once they got to the barn, they got to the van stuff, it got a little bit more like, okay, okay, there's some stuff, cool stuff here. It wasn't as suspenseful as 2, though. 2 was actually really good because it was really suspenseful, uh, whereas this yeah. was more kind of... That when there was some suspense, like her hiding in the barn from him and him looking... For but it was you know there's some fun stuff in there. I like the axe yeah. in the head, um, but that there you go. That's that's pretty much it. That's that's the part <laughs> three. What can I say? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there's any um, memorable kills that we might have missed or something. The uh, again like the probably the harpoon uh, through. Oh, I'll give the, you the. That's not my. Fa- I mean the squish in the head. Might be the favorite. That's really good. Yeah, but yeah. the one that's up there with that is the uh, what's his name, Andy. You know who's with, uh, you know his pregnant girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, he likes to do. He likes to walk around in his hands. He does a handstand kind of walk oh, all right, over the place. Right, yeah. He gets killed while he's in a handstand because Jason like just slices <laughs> him from the the crotch downwards. Uh, yeah. It's really quick, but it's a really <sighs> good shot. It's like a really visceral little like. Oh no, he, he just got halved. Any anywhere. You want to slice, but there. Yeah. So no, that was pretty good. So there's, there's good kills. There's some good moments. Uh, some of them yeah. are pretty simple, but they're effective. Uh, throat slashings and whatnot. Yeah, I, I feel like um, uh, there's a couple that stand out, but I feel like there's also some that aren't like super memorable. Like I can't even really remember what happened to the hippies. Were they the ones that basically just got their throats slit? Um, 
I mean, the, the, the their entire character is not forgettable. They are. Uh, <laughs> it's it's actually like kind of weird that. Ah, you right. I I watched this last night and I can't remember how they died. Yeah, like some really good kills, but also like some yeah, just kind of forgettable stuff like that. To be fair, though, I feel like every slasher movie is a mixed bag of like sort of, you know a few good True. kills, yeah. few okay ones, few bad ones. It's just kind of a thing. Um, That's right. Yeah. But hey. Uh, I like Part 3 a lot, though. Part 3 is up there for me in the franchise, I think. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely... Um, certainly not the best, um, but maybe one of the most fun. Yeah, we have spent a lot of time sort of, like, criticising it and saying, oh, this is how it could be better, <laughs> but it's yeah. still a blast to watch because of all these, like, silly elements to it. It's more of a goofy good time. Uh, before we yeah. wrap up, though... Well, actually, let me ask oh. you a quick question. So... You don't recommend actually watching it in 3D. And no, I don't know. In fact, it's <laughs> okay. worse because, like, see, see, like, at the start when uh, the, the shop owner he's putting up the, the the clothesline and he's got the pole and it's like pointing yep. at the camera. Uh, that 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 moment to me shows me why it's better to watch it in 2D because in 3D, uh, at least for you me, you thought the pole was going to hit you. No, no. Uh, okay. The way the glasses work is it feels like it splits into two because you kind of see it in both eyes separately. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. it actually takes me out at the moment. It just feels really weird and fake. Uh, whereas you know, when it's in two D, it just you know, it's, it's it's because of the technology to like you have different eyes seeing different things. There's this natural thing where some things have to get too close to you, kind of split, and it's just kind of like, eh, it's just, plus it's all red and blue and weird looking. Nah, I don't recommend it. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, one thing I want to talk about a little bit. This was in one of the extras. Uh, the original idea for part three was very different. Ooh, okay. And it was, uh, they wanted to bring back Amy Steele, who was the final girl of part two. Okay. And they were basically going to do Halloween 2 as the third uh, Friday, oh. where she's in, like, a psychiatric hospital. And, like, apparently, like, the plan was that they weren't sure if it was Jason killing people the whole movie. And you wouldn't find out until towards the end that it was him and that he was hunting down Amy Steele's character from the second movie. Uh, and that was going to okay. be the, the plan. Uh, that didn't happen... Uh, one one reason was they, they they thought oh maybe that won't like won't be what fans want they want something that's a bit more Friday the Thirteenth style, uh, but the other reason was because Amy Steele didn't come back she she had other projects and she didn't want to commit to it so that's how we ended up with a completely fresh, uh, sort of written plot if you will. Interesting. I don't know that that could uh yeah that could have been something to that. Yeah, I just think we almost had like a character returning from the previous movie. <laughs> Uh, which I mean, I guess, kind of happens with Tommy later on, but he's so different ages and like, different actors, it doesn't even feel that notable. Talk about Tommy from uh, Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tommy Jarvis. Talk about Tommy from Halloween. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Paul Rudd's character from Halloween Six. God damn it. <laughs> no, Tommy Jarvis. Tommy Jarvis. Okay. Oh dear. Uh, Okay, are we, are we done? Are we rating this? Are we, are we rating Friday 3 yeah. out of 10? Yeah, we should probably rate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a... It's a little tough, because again, there are... You know, on a technical level, that there are you know, definitely flaws in the movie. Uh, but it, it is a ton of fun. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm always like kind of skirting between like... Do I want to give it that extra five points or not? Um, I think this might be a little harsh, but um, no, no, you know, I, I'm going to be generous today. I'll give it a seven. Oh, okay. That is a bit <laughs> more generous. Uh, I, I was actually going to go with a, a six myself. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I have a blast with this movie, but I think a six is what I will, I will land on. Yeah. I I think definitely on a technical level it's probably around five or six, but yeah, just the I don't know the enjoyment, the giddiness of it, and maybe I'm in a good mood today. Who knows? Uh, that does mean next it, time we're getting to number four though, which is the final chapter. Uh, wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> Not well, quite the I'll final tell you chapter. So if they if they actually threw that baseball, this would be like an eight. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, look for look out for the fourth movie discussed by us uh, sometime in January, uh, sometime next year, twenty eighteen. How weird! Oh my god! But yeah, 
so that is us. Oh, by the way, it, what really dated this movie for me at one point, uh, one of the girls is reading a, a, an issue of Fangoria, and the article oh. says 25 years of Godzilla, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, 25 <laughs> years of Godzilla, that's that's so long ago. Godzilla is over 50 years old now. I thought it came out in like 19... Was it 98, 99? <laughs> they would never find your body, Tim. <laughs> they would never find it. <laughs> the original Godzilla came out in 1954, <laughs> you Philistine. You are the worst, oh, okay. Tim. That one. <laughs> yeah, the real one. Unlike your Matthew Broderick pish. Anyway, uh, that, that I guess wraps up uh, this this uh, episode of Screams. Uh, I will tell you that in the next episode of Screams, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I will say that the movie comes from the crypt. What is the crypt, you ask? Oh, I shall tell you what the crypt is. The crypt is a bonus for our patrons over at patreon.com slash TV. We're on the five dollar tier or more. You also, I mean, you get to vote once a month in an episode. You get an option of four movies. Everyone votes, and we pick one of the the winner gets picked, and we uh, we talk about it in an episode once a month. Uh, but the other thing you get is the crypt, and the crypt is like basically just users submitting patrons submitting movies they think we should do on streams, and they go onto a big to do list, and every so often we'll pick one, or maybe we'll put them in a vote uh, for the next patron vote or whatever. Uh, but next episode we have actually both picked one uh, of those movies, so the first crypt episode, if you will, is coming next time. So you can look forward to that. But otherwise, guys, uh, like, subscribe, get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz, um, all that kind of thing. Oh, we should probably mention actually the the vote for. Uh, is new. The vote that just went up is for for next month is new, and uh, it's a crocodile slash alligator themed. Yeah, we're cracking in the new year. New year, as uh, <laughs> I believe that's the way you described it. Uh, I did not try and relate the crocodiles <laughs> or alligators to the new year in any way, shape, or form. It was just let's do some alligator movies. <laughs> so. Patrons uh, over the month of December can pick between one of four uh, movies. Uh, the choices are Lake Placid, Alligator, oh. Primeval, okay. or Rogue. Uh, those last two are newer movies from like 2007, uh, so they'll have better effects and stuff. <laughs> uh, Lake Placid is quite notable. People, that's quite mainstream. People know that from 1998. Uh, alligator is about a, an alligator, a giant alligator, in the, new, the, the, the subway or the sewer tunnels of New York. Uh, that's Ooh. from like 1980. So, uh, okay. you know, pe- patrons pick wisely. Uh, but So that, that's uh, something you could do. Uh, and that's us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching scary movies. Uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>